Live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studios in Boston, Massachusetts, welcome to the Smoking Tobacco Show with your hosts, Matt Tobacco and Smoking Nicole. And good evening, ladies and uh, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Smoking Tobacco Show. My name is Matt Tobacco from SmokingTobacco.com. I am joined once again by my fiance, Smoking Nicole, and we are joined tonight by two very special gentlemen from Placencia Cigars, uh, Wayne Clark of Placencia Cigars, and of course the man himself, Nestor Placencia. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you, man and Nicole? Wayne. Great to be here. Great to be here with you guys. Absolutely, we've it's been wanting to do a we've been wanting to do a Placencia show for a while. Um, you know, we're we're huge fans of um, just of the brand as a whole, just every everything about it, the way you guys do it, you know, the, the cigars you guys make, um, the, the tobacco that you guys grow. It, it's I I can't say enough about it. it. It's great, and to be able to sit down with you both and talk about the company is truly an honor. So thank you for being here tonight. Uh, we 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 love and appreciate it. We are live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studios. We are fresh back from the Great Smoke. We were there last week. As you might have seen our, our on-location live episode with Andy Yaffe from McAuliffe Cigars. If you missed it, check that out. And if you're listening at home on the podcast channels, on the podcast apps, we thank you for listening along as well. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Um, yeah, we'll get right into it. I was going to do a little bit of a Great Smoke recap, but... Um, Tonight we, we tonight we got two, we got we got two special guys here, so I don't want to waste too much time on it. Other than it was great, it was awesome, and once again, Abe and company they did a fantastic job. Huge love to those guys. Um, thanks for making it such a great weekend. And uh, shout out to the how about cigar? How about that cigar, guys? How about that cigar? Uh, Matt Garrett and Justin, um, we shared a house together. Had some really awesome times. Got to uh, got to bond and hang out and have some cigars together in a more intimate area, and it was just it was nice. It's just nice to be with friends. Um, so thank you for everyone um, who helped make that weekend just so special. Um, we, uh, like I said, we got two guys from Placencia here tonight. I'm gonna start off by saying that uh, actually I'm gonna ask what they are smoking. Uh, Nestor, I'll start with you. Wayne, you can follow up. Uh, and then me and Nicole will just kind of jump in. But what are you gentlemen smoking tonight? Uh, I'm smoking uh, Cosecha, Placencia Cosecha 149. Mm -hmm. uh, 100% uh, Honduran Puro. I'm in Honduras right now. Uh, so I want to honor this uh, uh, staying here, talking about this cigar and, and all the cigars that you want to talk about. But I want to say thank you, Matthew and Nicole, for the invitation to talk about what we love most which is tobacco growing, cigar manufacturing, is our passion, is what we do, is what we have been doing for 156 years. We started in 1865, uh, this love story with tobacco. So thank you very much for the opportunity to share our passion with your, with your viewers. Absolutely. Uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure to have you here. Uh, Wayne, what are you smoking? So I'm smoking my all-time favorite right here, um, the Placencia Alma Fuerte Salamon, generation number five Salamon. Ooh. Uh, while sitting in the tobacco fields, if you can see them behind me, of Hamastran, Honduras. So, <laughs> just kidding. I'm sitting in my office. <laughs> I was just gonna say he's live on location from the fields. Uh, I didn't think. Live and on the. And I didn't think this. I was gonna say I didn't think the sun was still up. So that's a little weird, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, you know, so Nestor, I know you're only with us for about half the show here. So I'm going to, I'm going to start with you and Wayne, we're going to really kind of circle back with you after. Um, but, uh, where do I begin with you guys? I mean, so anyone who, who, who has read about the Placencia family or maybe you saw the movie Handrolled, which I recommend because it's an awesome movie. I've seen it about 12 times. Um, you may have heard the mm -hmm. name Placencia or you may have heard a little bit about them. You may know that the Placencia family was one of the Cuban families that left Cuba um, for a new beginning. And a lot of families did, and a lot of families were successful, but I don't think many have been as successful or as big as the Placencia family. The Placencias have been, for the longest time, known as uh, growers of tobacco. Uh, they make cigars and they grow tobacco for so many brands out there. But until recently... Um, Placencia now has their own brand of cigars, the Placencia branded line, um, which is relatively new, and it's been a, it's been a huge success so far. And I th I think that we'll we'll kind of start there, and then maybe we can backtrack too. But and Nestor, this, so I'll, I'll start with you here. You know, starting the the Placencia brand and making cigars under your own name um, had to have been truly special. But also had to be one of those feelings of like, uh, man, we're finally doing this. Just kind of walk me through how that came to be um, after just growing tobacco and making cigars for, for so many other people for so long. To be like, you know what, we're doing it for ourselves now. <laughs> that's a great that's a great question. We've been we've been in this industry for, for so many years, uh, and I have the pleasure and the honor. To be to was born in the family of uh, tobacco titans that have done amazing thing for this industry. Uh, we've been we've been uh, for having nothing for starting from scratch two times, from the resilience to start over from uh, Cuba to Nicaragua, from Nicaragua to Honduras, start from scratch, start all over again. So my father and my grandfather built a very nice company that a lot of people have a lot of trust that depends. Uh, they trust us in order to supply the, the cigars. But we, we were talking about in, in the family that we were missing the best part of this beautiful industry, which is the final connection with the final consumer. You know, because we were very blessed and honored for the people trust our brands and everything. But there was the idea, there was their idea, they picked the blend and everything, we helped them in everything that we can do. For in this case, we are we are giving to the consumers what we think is the best tobacco experience that we can offer. The, the fact that we grow 100% of the leaves that are in the in any Placencia line, that we pick the variety, that we know exactly how many days those leaves were on the plant before we harvest, how many days those leaves were in the Cuban barn, the temperature, humidity within the Cuban barn in order to change from green to yellow and to, and to reddish. Then the, the temperature in the pylon, you know, how, how high the temperature went, how many times we flipped the pylon, how was the yield on the, on the selection, the year of seco, the yield of seco, visos, ligero, you know, all this stuff. And then we can share that information, we can share that knowledge, we can share that passion. With the final consumer, with the things that we are 100% in control, that we that we think is the best that we can produce, there's no feeling that you can that that can replace that. I'm have the blessing 
to be a witness in all this journey. I'm spent a lot of my time on the farms because it's where everything starts. It's where the magic, where the magic starts. In order for us to make a great cigar, we have to start with great tobacco in the first place. And in order to start with great tobacco, you need to know farming, you need to know agriculture, you need to know your soils, you need to know your weather, you need to know, you have to, you have, to have the right team of people. You, you, you have them to be engaged in everything that we do. You know, we're blessed that we already have the land and the microclimates. And then, and then we have the know-how and the people that is working together with us to express what we love, what we love the best. And there's no better feeling than that. I remember 2017 when we were we were at the uh, PCA uh, in Vegas uh, was uh, uh, IPCPR in, the, in those days. Right. When we saw the sign, the Placencia sign, you know, and and the booth. That was my my father. That was my sister, my brothers. My wife was there. All the team, you know, that is in the distribution company, and having all the family together, presenting our cigars, man, what a feeling! And now I I, I know I spent a lot of time here in the fields. I I was on the farm in the morning to the factory here just just uh, minutes ago, and then I go to 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 shops in the United States or worldwide. And seeing the the final final product on the humidors, and listen what the people are saying about our cigars, how they how they take the stress out when they're enjoying one of our cigars, because everything that we do is thinking in that experience, thinking in the people who's gonna be enjoying those cigars. So there's no feeling, man. It's like you see your son getting graduate or getting married. You know that you've been growing with them. And seeing that, what kind of experience? So, thank you for asking me this question since the, since the beginning. Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's it is an achievement. You know, even you know if you've already been in the business, but maybe you were, you know, just a farmer, a grower, and you know, but running a brand in, in itself is a, is a whole nother territory. And you know, it it's not there's no guarantee in that. You know what I mean? It's it's a separate it, it's a, a separate business. It is a separate business. You say you have to know, you know, the sales strategy, uh, marketing, and all this stuff. So, you know, but we, we get in the team, amazing group of people that are helping us. Uh, we're doing what we know best, that is uh, growing tobacco and making the cigars, and we let the experience and the experts in the other fields, you know. Uh, but it was, a, it was a big challenge. And, and we're, my, my sister and my brothers, we are the fifth generation of this, of this family and this, and this love story with tobacco. But our goal for the fifth generation is to honor the previous generation, what they have achieved, and let the people know what we have and what we have to give to this beautiful industry, honor our ancestors that give a lot of, a lot of great things to this industry. And having the opportunity to talk with the final consumer, that's why I experienced uh, opportunities like this, that we can share our passion, our soul, our strong soul, like the Alma Fuerte that Wayne is enjoying right now, it's an unbelievable experience. So, so it's 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 beautiful. It's beautiful, man. I'm I'm so I'm so blessed and uh, and uh, happy for the reception of the brand and the and the consumers that you know we're doing the best and trust us that we're gonna do all the best all the time and getting uh, no knowledge every day. We go, we learn, you know, we see it. Uh, every crop is different. Uh, we get dipped into the soil, what we can, 
what we can do in order to enrich that soil, that we can get the nutrients out of that soil, getting those nutrients to the leaf, nutrients and flavor goes together. So how we can take care of the soil, how we can take care of assets, you know, and have this amazing, that's amazing cigars that we're having right now. Um, you know, we have an interesting comment from the um, from the audience, and I'm actually going to turn it into a question as well, but I'll, I will read it for you guys. Um, oh, by the way, I did forget to mention we're smoking. We're smoking the Placencia Reserva Original right here. That's that's my baby there. That's oh, my baby there. Love this cigar. It One is of our great. favorites. It is fantastic. We had a whole box. It is a great. Um, but you know that that cigar is 100% organically grown, right? We I did not, I did not know that. that that is 100% organic grown tobacco uh, without without any pesticides and nothing like that in order to have the cleanest uh, the cleanest taste that we can offer. Mm. It's a beautiful it's a beautiful experience on the fields. It, we it have is some such flowers a on the flavor. fields. Mm. It is. It is. The um so I'm sorry. <laughs> I got ahead of myself here. Um but the comment was and I want to ask Nestor, I want to ask you a question to follow up with this. Hey guys, again, thanks for having Nestor on the show. I'm a huge Placencia fan because of how much Nestor cares about the process. I'm a young farmer with four years of experience in or oops, sorry, now I can't read it. Uh, in organic and no-till methods. Um, Nestor, beautiful, beautiful, good job. I will. Good job. Let me ask you this question. So for for this for this yes. guy right here, who's who's a young farmer, um, looking to grow, as someone with the experience of, of you and your family, what advice? would you give that person he's getting he's getting there you know with organic and no till we're not we're not not till yet because tobacco needs a lot of herb movement and we have to add a lot of a lot of soil to the to the stem in order to develop roots well we get it we get in tests we get we make some uh small plots of land uh, in that system we get into regenerative agriculture but the best thing that a farmer can do is fall in love with your soil understand your soil understand what is alive in your soil and that is the microorganism that lives on the soil we add a lot of organic material we create our, our own organic fertilizer out of the compost we have a lot of earthworms on the on the fields that are feeding the soil and that is that is for me understanding soil that if you take care of your soil the soil will take care of your plant and the plant will have an amazing flavor so that's my best. That's my best advice to this gentleman and to any farmer that really wants to grow the best of their abilities. So, are you, in other words, are you saying that your soil is the most important part of this whole process? Um, definitely. After the people, you know, that's the that's the most important asset that we have. Them in farming is our soil. Taking care of that soil, we, we grew uh, when when we have tobacco on the fields. We have a mixed crop. In order to have a different uh, root depth in the in the in the soil, we incorporate that in order to give that that all the nut all the nutrients back to the soil. Getting getting uh, uh, how can I say that? Getting the, the the most getting the most out of the photosynthesis, which is the plants getting the energy from the sun, and getting those exudates back from the root system. It's an amazing. It's um, it's like it's biomimicry. I get my uh, inspiration out of nature. I love nature and understand the nature processes. It's like the, you know, the Placencia Alma Fuerte, Sixto Primero and Sixto Segundo is the hexagonal shape. Mm -hmm. I was reading about biomimicry 
that is the perfect shape of nature, the hexagon shape, because of the beehive, the shape of the beehive. And I was thinking how we can how we can introduce biomimicry in the tobacco in the cigar in the because we're already doing it in the farming, but how we can how we can implement biomimicry design, which is nature design that is 3.8 billion years with us. There's a lot of wisdom over there. How we can incorporate that into into cigar? So we came into the hexagonal shaped cigar, and it is an unbelievable hit because it's ergonomic on your finger, on your mouth. The burning is great, you know. And I get so passionate about the bees that are now a, a beekeeper. Imagine that we have we have bees on the farm. We produce in honey, unbelievable man. It's when you when you respect nature, nature will take care of you. Yeah, you know, it, it's funny you bring that up too because that is such a unique shape too for a cigar. That that hexagonal shape. That is, I I love that cigar, and and the cigar tastes good too, but just. When you're in a lounge and you cut that and you light that up, like it's 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 cool. I'm not gonna lie, it is cool because it's so unique. And you know, I feel like today, especially, and Nicole, you could attest to this too. You know, in the industry as a whole, you're seeing a lot more of these these really funky figurados out there, um, and it, and it makes it fun too. It, it's something different. It keeps keeps it on edge. You know, no one's smoking all the same shape. You know that you can you can yeah. smoke something like that, and someone's like, "Ooh, what is that?" And you know what? Even the shape alone, people are gonna be like, "Well, I gotta have one because like I gotta have a cigar that's shaped like that." So it, yeah, it's cool. Try, try it's cool. Be, <laughs> it is cool, and I try to be a little bit innovative in a very traditional industry. There's every single step you can innovate it, you can improve it, but you have to be there. You have to be aware of what you're doing, you know. Uh, and then is the passion that you have. How you, how can you improve every time? How you can grow better tobacco? How you can make better cigars? How you can ferment better your tobacco? But you can age better your tobacco. How you can motivate your people? We do a lot of stuff with our people, a lot of training uh, with a lot of people. How we can engage our people? We're saying we have a bigger meaning, and our bigger meaning how we can make people's life better when they smoke the cigars. Why the two hours, one hour and a half? I want them to have the best experience possible, and they can they can get the stress out of their life. This is a crazy world right now, but cigars can give you a little bit of peace, and at the same time, improving the life for the people who grow the tobacco, who make the cigars. Giving uh, scholarships, giving a daycare uh, education for the sons and the daughters, that kind of stuff. Everybody wins in the process. And then when you have that, there's a there's a business a model that's gonna be sustainable for years. I, I want my kids to have farm to, that they can grow tobacco, they can have uh, rivers, that they can have nature, where they can have a lot of uh, years uh, living in this beautiful industry. Because cigars will never leave. I think this is a beautiful industry. We need more people like you guys spreading the word. And people don't know what they're missing when they when they don't have found about cigars. Any cigar. You know, if you fall in love with cigars, you're open mind. You listen to other people. You're friendly with people with other backgrounds. It's unbelievable what cigar experience are. Absolutely. Uh, we have another question from, from, the same, from the same person who asked before. Uh, Mike. Uh, I wanted to ask, does Nestor have any mentorship programs or apprenticeships opening up in the near future for people like myself who would want to learn or possibly work for him? Interesting well, question. Thank, <laughs> thank you very much. We, uh, we don't have we don't have those uh, programs yet, but we're thinking and doing that uh, so we can share experiences and uh, we learn from each other. We learn from everybody we can learn. We, we, and we're open to new ideas and to new ways of, of doing it. 
when they have approved system that is working in other industries or whatever. So uh, keep in touch. You know, that's uh, in our website. There's uh, info that you can send that you can send, and we're gonna follow up when we're ready. We're gonna invite you to come, but you can come without the internships. That we can show you around and everything. We, we love to. We love to to show what we're doing to people that that are passionate about cigars and agriculture and tobacco growing and that kind of stuff. Absolutely, and and I think that's so great that a lot of manufacturers, excuse me, a lot of manufacturers, um, you know, they 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 are so inviting, you know, and they and they want people to come see the factory and they want to show people and they want to teach people, you know, how, how it is that they do it and and how it, how how tobacco works. How is it like on the farm? You know, everyone sees the cigars in the store. You know, maybe you talk about a little bit about manufacturing on shows like this or, you know, maybe, you know, you, you see some other kind of interview or you, you see something, um, you know, like, like the hand-rolled movie or you, or you read a, something in a magazine. But when you actually go there and you see the farm, you see the people, you see how it's all done, it's got to be mesmerizing. And it's got to be just so much information. And, and, and honestly, everyone I know who's ever been to a factory has always said that once they've been, it's changed everything. Even when they just light up a smoked cigar at home, it it's different now. It's just it's 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 a completely it's a completely different experience. You go there, and my father said we have to learn tobacco language. Tobacco speaks to you. Tobacco tells you I'm ready to be harvested. I'm ready to to put uh, give me some humidity. I'm ready to the pilon to be turned out. But you have to listen. You have to learn tobacco language. And that takes a lot of time, but it's a it's a language that is that is sense with all your five senses. The smell that you go within a curing barn. You go inside a curing barn, the smell that you got there is unbelievable. Every time that I go out to a curing barn, and I go pretty often, it reminds me when I was like, like a three years old, going with my grandfather inside, that smell stays with me. And I, it, 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 it always takes me to those days that I was a very little kid on the farm with my grandfather going to the farm. You go, you touch it, you know, you smell it, you taste it. It's you know, you 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 use everything. You see the 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 colors that is changing. You have to go. You go to a galera where the people are making the cigar, the sound of the chaveta on the on the rolling table and everything, the smell on the aging rooms. Oh my god, that 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 humidity that you feel. There's no experience like that, like any in the cigar world. I love I love cigar shops, you know, the humidor, the smell, the, the environment. But when you go to the farms, the pre-industry and factories, oh my God, that's a that's a completely it's impossible to not fall in love with it. Impossible. Even though you're not a cigar smoker. <laughs> Absolutely. Wayne, let me ask you a question while Nestor's on here. because um, I don't want I don't want anyone to forget about you too. <laughs> As someone who's not from a tobacco family, um, who probably, you know, originally maybe didn't at one point in time ever thought you'd even be in this industry or involved with cigars. Um, the first time you went down, you went to the factory. Um, what was that experience like for you when you, oh, when you first got there and you were like, you took it in? Uh, Matt, I don't know if you can see it on my face or not, but holy cow. Um, there. You know, I've I've had the the privilege of visiting a lot of factories, a lot of farms. I've been in this industry for a while now, but there's no place like like home. Uh, there's no there's no place like the Placencia facility, um, and you hear about it. We can tell you all the stories in the world when we're out there 
uh, you know, doing events and things. We can tell you stories and show you pictures, but until you come and experience it, and it, it's not even about necessarily the process. It's about the people that are that are doing it every day. And it's just, for me, every time I walk in there, it's like coming home. Uh, and, and, and I've never really felt that way in in other factories that, that I've either worked for or visited. But when I come to our factory, it's like home. And I'll never forget this. Uh, my first trip to Honduras with, with Nestor, um, I asked him, I said, hey, Nestor, what does it feel like to, you know, come out on your horse in the morning or whatever and look around and say, oh, this is, is mine. And he said to me, no, brother, no, brother. You should be asking yourself the same question. All of this is ours. And to me, that that profound statement, it was early on in my time with Placencia, uh, just completely changed my my outlook on how Placencia, how the Placencia family operates in this business. And when you come and see it, man, I'm telling you, you're going to feel the same way. Uh, it is just incredible, incredible. Yeah, I, I can't wait for that day. I mean, it's just to have that moment. I mean, we've talked about it so many times. The first time we, we step onto a farm, it just soak it in. It's That's one of those moments as a true cigar smoker, you know, you, you'll remember that forever. You know, there's always like your first cigar and your first whatever, but then there's the first time you went to the farm and you really, and you, and you saw... You saw ground zero, really. <laughs> you know, you're like, wow, this is this is where it comes from. <laughs> you know, and Absolutely. it's special. And and it's amazing, Matt, when you look at even the even the guys that are. And I can send you some videos um, that maybe you can use on on your social media. But even the 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 one guy and his job is to spread just spread ash on the the beds before they plant the seeds on on the beds. Even he loves his job. Right. And so it's it's a passion, literally from the first moment, all the way through guys like me that get to be out there and interact with uh, with you guys and and with your viewers. Um, it's literally a passion from start to finish. And I think that's one of the things that that makes our family special is that they're, they're, it's we're all part of a team and we're all part of achieving the same goal, which is making great products for the guys and gals that are smoking it out in the lounges. And that's one of the things that really defines for me. Uh, and I know ne I, I'm kind of speaking for Nestor at this point. Uh, it's one of the things that defines the Placencia um, ego and, and mantra when we're out there in the field. It's, it's all about passion, baby. All about passion. Absolutely. Nestor, I know you got to run soon, but I was hoping to ask you one more question. Since Wayne just brought up something I thought was very interesting, I figured you could explain it probably the best. Now, Wayne, you were saying that there's a guy who will actually spread ash onto the soil before the seeds are planted, if I remember hearing you correctly. What, what significance does the ash in the soil have with the seed? That, that, that process is when we planted the seeds. What, we, what Wayne was trying to say is that that is on the seed beds. Tobacco seed is very tiny, very tiny seeds. I, I, I'm sure you have seen it. I've seen them, yeah. So in one gram, in one gram, you have ten thousand seeds. So it's very, very, very tiny. So we mix the the seeds with ash. So we put it over there in order to we can see how we spread the seeds on the on the trays on the on the seed beds, on the greenhouses. Mm 
So we put in the ash together with seeds, so we're seeing how how well we distributed the seeds on the trays. And, that's, and that is, we can see it, we normally see it, and then the seeds are going to germinate on those trays. And then we get the best little plants is going to the, gonna be the ones that's going to stay. And then the best plants out of that trade are the ones that are going to go to the to the field because we want strong plants, strong little seedlings that are going to go to the to the final to the final fields. That's it, see, I, I didn't even know that. It was like that's, it's always it, that's what makes it so fun. You you learn new you learn new things all the time on these shows. Yeah, um, it, yeah. it's crazy, yeah. and it's it, it's good stuff. Nestor, I, I know you do have to run though, so I don't want to keep you too long. Um, so I, I, again, I want to thank you for being here with us tonight. We, we really appreciate it. It's, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you very much. Excuse me that I have to go, but we have to do it. We have to do it again. Thank you guys for trying our cigars. Thank you guys for enjoy cigars and always keep your strong soul and everything that you do. Okay. Your alma fuerte. So I really appreciate your time, the, this opportunity to spread the passion and the love that we have for this industry. And keep enjoying life with great cigars. Thank you very much for the invitation. And Wayne, keep doing a great job uh, being an ambassador of what we're doing, my friend. Appreciate it. Thank you, Thank Nestor. You. Take care, Nestor. Bye-bye. Bye. Always, always awesome to, to, to see him and, and talk to him. Uh, again, we, we're, we really appreciate him taking the time. But, Wayne, now the show is all on you. So now there's no Nestor now here. Now there's to, one. Yeah, now now, <laughs> now Nestor's not here to, like, kind of keep you safe. Here, it's, there's no buffer. It's just me. <laughs> it's all you now, buddy. Um, Should we hit our news? Let's hit our first, news though? really quick, though, because okay. um, I want to make a couple of announcements through that avenue as well. Um, our news segment is brought to you by none other than McAuliffe Cigars. McAuliffe Cigars, head over to McAuliffeCigars.com and become an ambassador today. If you sign up to be an official ambassador, you'll get your coin, your number, and while you're at it, grab a McAuliffe tasting passport and check out the brand today. Um, so two things. Oh, Michael Herklotz is watching. What's up, Mike? Um, Mike, smoke that Grand Poema. You're going to love it. Um, I, ga I gave him one. So. Um, we'd, uh, sorry, I forgot what I was going to say. All right, so there's two, there's two, two things in the news today. Um, the first one, I'm going to make it light because uh, I'm just so excited about it. And then the second one I'll kind of get into. The first one is, and you know this one, and Wayne, you know this one, and, and, and most people within the industry for sure know this one already. Um, a former a former member of the um, industry who we all love very much. He's a little out there. He's a little edgy. He sold his brand, and he set off into the sunset. Wrote a book. Wrote a book. That's fantastic, by the way. He was on this show not too long ago, but he has made his return to the industry with Illusion, and that's Mr. Fred Rui. So everyone give a round of applause to Fred Rui. He finally woke up and smelled the coffee and said, I got to get back. So we're <laughs> so excited to have we'll, Fred back. We'll have to have him on the show again. Yeah, Fred's going to go back yeah. on the show now and be like, all right, buddy, you got some more stuff to talk about. Um, so really excited about that. That'll be uh, It's a great role, and I'm excited to see what he does with that. Um, but our, our other news story, uh, this one breaking, I believe it was uh, today, today on uh, Smoke and Tobacco, uh, web, uh, ugh, I can't even talk today, on SmokeandTobacco.com. Tony Bellato, uh for those of you who don't know, the co-founder of La Barba Cigars, um, who will be coming on the show uh, yeah, in about a month. Yeah. And um, He's if you haven't had the La Barba, they're, they're great cigars. Um, he has announced officially Bellato Premium Cigars, a new and original brand separate 
from his previous ventures into the market. The standalone brand aims to create a line of elevated products that more deeply incorporate aspects of Bellotto's experiences from his time since launching into the cigar industry as a producer 10 years ago. With his broader history, knowledge, and taste, a, -E, a WSET Wine and Spirits Education Trust Level 3 sommelier. And that's, you know, that's one thing that I'm excited to talk about when he comes on. I had no idea. Wait, I don't know. I, I don't, you know Tony, I, I believe, correct? Tony Bellotto? Yeah. I didn't know that yeah, yeah. he was like no. such a dis like a like a, a distinguished wine sommelier. That's I think I, I don't know where where his uh, like I I found people that are passionate about wine, but this guy like takes it to a whole nother level. Someone <laughs> you, someone told you, me about it, and I was like, really? And when I met him in person, he was like, oh yeah, like he he's like he knows wine very well, um, which is interesting because I, I, we love wine. Um, but I mean, not, I mean, we don't know anything like that. So that would be a really fun show, um, really, to get to pick his brain on some stuff. And I just pulled it up, so he's coming on the twenty fourth. For those of you watching, of March. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> sooner than it, it's sooner than I thought. Okay. Three weeks. Okay. So he'll be on. He'll be the guest. So we'll have to pick his brain on his wine knowledge and his new line. Super. Absolutely. So really excited about that. That'll be interesting to uh, to see as that unfolds. Um, and I believe those cigars will be out later this spring, if I remember correctly. So keep an eye out for those. They are coming soon. All right, Wayne. So you're here. Um, tell us a little bit more. Let, let's talk a little bit more on the business end uh, of the Placencia brand. Uh, we got we got that little preview into the into the farm life and kind of the the back end of, of the cigar industry. But someone who works more in the sales and the in the in the promotion of the brand. We know we talked about Placencia as a brand being a newer brand. Um, with already a handful of, of lines already on the market and and doing well, um, w what is the uh, w what's the goal for this year? What what is Placencia uh, striving to do uh, this year to continue that growth? That's a that's a great question, Matt. So, one of the things that we're really focusing on this year is building relationships with uh, building deeper relationships with our retailers moving forward. Um, that sometimes difficult to do uh, when, you know, for instance, I cover a huge territory, um, you know, Tom down in the Southwest has a huge territory. It's sometimes it's hard to get around and see everybody all the time. So one of the things that we're really focusing on this year is uh, building deeper relationships with our retailers. Um, through through communication, we fired some new people in the office and, you know, just trying to build those relationships even deeper. Um, one of the things that we're not focused on is, and, and it's easier to answer this, is just releasing new cigars for the hell of it. Um, you know, I, I just, there's a ton of, there's a ton of companies that, you know, they, they release maybe two, three, four, uh, sometimes eight or nine cigars a year. Uh, and that's not our business model. So we want to, we want to grow more horizontally rather than vertically. We still have less than 30 SKUs. Um, yet we experienced almost a hundred, a hundred percent growth from 2019 to 2020 and pretty darn close to that um, so far from 2021 into 2022. So, you know, it's, we're, we're growing more organically rather than uh, just growing by throwing more SKUs on the shelf, which I think is, is a healthy model. Um, and, you know, the, the deeper those, those relationships get with our, with our partners in the field, um, obviously the more they're going to recommend uh, Placencia. So we're still a young brand. There's still a lot of people when I do events that 
have no idea who we are. Uh, we're the we're the biggest company you've never heard of, uh, and it's it's still like that in spite of the success that we've had. So, you know, I always have my work cut out for me, and thanks to guys like like uh, you and and Nicole, you guys are getting the word out for us, um, and and we appreciate it. We we definitely appreciate it, but it's always a challenge, always a challenge to get a new cigar into people's hands, even though. If if anybody is a cigar smoker, there's there's like a ninety percent chance likelihood they've smoked one of our cigars before. Right. Um, it's still every day a challenge um, to to get that word out. So that's our focus for for twenty twenty two. We've got some stuff uh, hopefully in the pipeline um, that I can't quite announce yet, but we're working on some really special stuff down in the factory that I had a chance to preview when I was just there last month, and uh, I promise you guys. You're, you're gonna love it well one of the newest things um to hit the market from placencia right now we can talk about the just hitting retailers now is the year of the tiger uh eight count box if i remember correctly tell us a little bit about that release yeah so that cigar is really special for us because uh obviously you want to celebrate the lunar new year um that that seems to be kind of the the thing now but last year we released year of the ox and it was a huge success in the european and and asian markets and everybody asked us here oh can you do one for the states can we sell it here can we sell it here so this year we opted to to um allocate you know a little over two thousand boxes for the u.s market so if you get a chance to try one of those cigars uh you're literally there, there's only you know two thousand boxes in the country so uh you're really trying something special what, what makes that cigar special is the process that we used it's a it's a nicaraguan puro but it's the process that we use a proprietary process to ferment that tobacco and give it a, a really unique well-rounded creamier richer flavor uh than what you may have experienced before um so it's it's a really unique cigar um something i believe everybody everybody should try and if you can get your hands on it, go see your retailer and and grab them while you can because it's not going to last long. No, it won't, especially releases like that. They go pretty quick. Uh, we have another question from our friend Mike here in the chat. Question for Wayne. For us Connecticut cigar shoppers, how much longer are the Cosecha 149s going to be on back order? Oh, great, great question. <laughs> yes. great. Keep I, you in the I hot thought, seat. I thought I was. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That that's a actually a better question for uh, Nestor, Matt, because I asked myself <laughs> the same question. Um, so here's here's what with, with the only piece of the process that we don't control is the cigar bands, and if the cigar bands, the anillos, are a little slow coming, then we don't we can't we have the cigars ready, but we can't ship them. We make our own boxes. Obviously, we have all our own tobacco, our own rollers. We can control literally from start to finish every piece except for this little band right here. Yeah. Now, you wouldn't think that that would be a big deal, but it is a big deal when you project that you're going to sell, you know, three or four thousand boxes and you sell ten thousand boxes in six months. So, <laughs> yeah, it it adds up. Um, so we're just waiting on bands. There are there are shipments coming in slowly from Honduras. You should see them in your store, um, little by little, by little, coming in the next the next uh, two to three weeks. Um, that's another cigar that if you find it, grab it because you don't know when the next time you're going to see it is. 
Um, it is regular production. Um, the other thing too is that it, that wrapper takes a longer amount of time uh, to ferment and make sure that it's ready. And we don't want anything to go out that's not uh, 100% ready for you guys. So it's coming, I promise. <laughs> I, and that's a good point to bring up. I mean, so many people have been hit with, like, supply chain issues this year. So, I mean, it, it's normal right now, I feel like, to be seeing some of these backorder issues um, with every brand. You know, it, I, for the most part, I feel like there's one or two pretty – pretty um, with most brands I just see on the shelf that are <laughs> that are out every time I walk into a shop. But also, I think I saw that when we were down um, uh, at the Great Smoke and um, – and smoking, they had some in stock. So yeah, yeah, they I almost bought one. We, <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to remember because I a little bit too much yeah. juice, but um, no, I think I saw them because they're one of my favorites as well. So. Yeah, smoking was pretty <laughs> yeah. well stocked this past weekend. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we, I know we made so. some special deliveries. Um, because I was uh, and shout out to these guys. I was down in uh, in Miami for Black Smoke Miami. Um, and we did a few special deliveries to get people some products that had literally just come in from the warehouse, including Ear of the Tiger. Uh, so we might have also uh, made that delivery in person because we were at the Great Smoke um, yeah. last week. As well, so. Yeah, that was really cool to see um, just the, the, the collection of what they had was, was awesome. Um, so kind of on a related topic, but maybe you know a little different. You know, a lot of manufacturers you know, we have on the show, this is obviously, and you know this, has been a very recurring theme um, with just the industry in general going through such a, a tight time in terms of... I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was. Something anyway. just fell. Um, <laughs> I don't know what... Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Oh, my God. Oh, that's right. Um, in terms of Placencia... Uh, at and at least maybe with, with your own stuff, not the stuff maybe you guys make for other people, but with, with stuff in the Placencia line, um, how have you guys done overall um, through the last few years with, you know, the back orders and just um, other complications, maybe just aside even from, like, the orders themselves, but the other complications that a lot of or most of manufacturers in the industry have had to face uh, since the beginning of the pandemic? Yeah, I mean, the pandemic obviously was was a challenge, I think, for for our industry getting product. Uh, obviously, obviously, the Dominican Republic, uh, they shut down for a lot longer than Nicaragua or Honduras did. So uh, the DR was kind of in more dire straits than, than Nicaragua or Honduras were. Yeah. Um, but even for us, you know, in terms of back orders through the whole pandemic, we were pretty solid. Um, and, and of course, we're fortunate only because we're in a position where we control the whole process, except for the bands, um, but we control the whole process. So it's a lot easier for us to project and it's a lot easier for us to, you know, catch up faster um, than, than somebody else who may not have their own, um, they may not have their own factory or they're relying on somebody else or they're, uh, they're a smaller operation where they don't have access to the tobacco and they need to order it, so on and so forth. So what happened during the pandemic, it's it's really twofold. And there was no way to predict it. First of all, it's a labor shortage. Um, you know, when you, when you had to change how you were doing things in Nicaragua and Honduras, obviously it's going to affect your production. But uh, the consumption of cigars went through the roof during the pandemic. 
So it's a double-edged sword. You're getting all these orders and you're getting so many new smokers. But at the same time, there was no way for, for companies and, and even ours to project that we would need that many orders to fill. So it was it was an interesting year. Um, luckily, we didn't really have many back order issues. Uh, our core lines like the Almaforte, uh, the Fuego, the Campo, uh, we, we kept up on those. And the longest our back order was really was maybe one or two weeks while we were waiting for, for a shipment. Um, so we were pretty fortunate. I, I wish I could say the same for for some of the other folks in the industry, because I know some are still still suffering with supply chain issues, and hopefully, you know, we're able to get that fixed as quickly as possible. Yeah, I mean, I would say a lot of manufacturers have have fared pretty well, all things considered, for the most part. That doesn't mean like everything's fine. It's just I think most people have been getting through the tightest part of the squeeze. Um, although, you know, some people argue. I think Steve Saka has said this, and a few others. I, I'm almost positive Saka said this. That is as difficult as maybe 2020 and 2021 have been. 2022 could be the toughest year um, in terms of, you know, it may be a little bleed into a little bit of 2023. In terms of from the aspect of um, the tobacco that would have been in the fields and growing and, and harvested to, to age and ferment and so on and so forth. Uh, anything that wasn't planted or anything that didn't get harvested on time or harvested correctly because of the factories being shut down, labor shortages, um, while they were able to get cigars going as best they could through that time, the, the crop that would probably be ready now to go out, um, we could see challenges in that for some brands. Um, these years later when that tobacco now has would be you know ready to be rolled and then and sent out. Um, does Placencia see that happening at all? Or in terms of that, did you guys really also just kind of, were you really on top of that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can only speak to, to Placencia. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what some other growers are going through. Um, I'm sure that there's challenges and there's been challenges in every aspect of our industry, right, from, from the start of the pandemic. Um, but what I can say is that Placencia and the family, you know, we're steaming, we were steaming full speed ahead. I mean, we've got, uh, God, four, maybe 5,000 acres that we work with between Nicaragua and Honduras. Wow. We grow 6 wow. million pounds of tobacco a year. Um, over at this point, over 10,000 employees during growing season. And we were pretty much full steam ahead. And the cool thing is, and I, I hate to keep going back to the pandemic. Um, but because of you guys, I'm talking to you, Matt and Nicole, um, and the consumers out there watching this right now, throughout the entire pandemic, we never were able to, we never laid off a single person, including wow. me. And, wow. and that is because you guys kept smoking our cigars and kept supporting the brand. And without that support, you, know, you, you literally kept 10,000 mouths fed from the start of, it would have been so easy you know, when, when government restrictions came through, we had to close a factory or switch things up to go to um, double shifts and stuff like that just to lay people off. But we never did that. And they continued to receive their, their free daycare, um, free schooling for the, their kids, uh, health care. Um, in fact, I believe that the employees in the tobacco industry uh, specifically were some of the best cared for people in, in all of Central America because they had access to 
COVID tests and medical care and um, all of the medical care that even we didn't have access to here in the States in some ways yeah. uh, during the pandemic because they shut the hospitals down. These guys were still able to get. And that's mostly because all of you out there smoking our products uh, contribute to that. And it, it means a lot to the family. And, and um, it definitely means a lot to me. Uh, for sure. And I, I speak for the family um, that you guys continue to support us. But we were full speed ahead, full speed ahead. Um, we had one of our best harvests ever last year. I mean, it was really good. Um, but I, I I believe that that uh, Steve is probably correct when he's saying that that some other growers may have had issues only because they don't have the, the land mass that we do. So if one piece of that goes down, you, t you lose a lot of tobacco. Um, whereas for us, with all of the land that we have and all of the farms, you know, if something, God forbid, should happen to one, it doesn't put us out of business. And that's, that's really, that's really the biggest difference there. Absolutely. Uh, and time will tell for those, for those other growers, how that will pan out. Uh, it is time for our top three segment. Our top three segment is brought to you by Room 101. Watch the Smoke and Tobacco Show. Eat your vegetables. Take your vitamins. You did it wrong. Smoke room 101. You did it backwards. What? <laughs> one of these days we're going to get it right, I Matt. know. <laughs> Which one was backwards? I think it was It was. eat your vegetables, take your vitamins, smoke room 101, watch the smoke and tobacco No, show. watch the smoke and tobacco show was first. I was remember it? that. It was. We're going to have to go back. You know what? We're going to have to make that a sound bite and play it. Yeah, we should We're just right. do, that. do that. We should just do that. Because Matt Booth like did this lovely plug for us, but we keep messing it up. But he, we have it recorded. So yeah, <laughs> we from should. TPE, we 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 saw him at TPE, and, and he wanted to do some video, and, and then he just he just nice. jumped right into it, and he was like, "Watch the Smoke and Tobacco Show, eat your vegetables, what a, what a, take what your vitamins." What a great guy he is. Oh, he I is know. A great guy. He, he is. He is a lot of amazing. A lot of fun. He is. Sometimes he's too much fun. I don't know. I don't know if everyone can always handle that ride. Um, but anyway, uh, enough about him. So, uh, Wayne, specifically to you, you know, kind of getting you out there a little bit and getting uh, people more familiar with you. What are the top three things about you that folks might not know? Interesting things. Interesting things. All right. As if he was uh, going to pick boring. Well, you know what I mean. Just, you know, <laughs> the, what, you know I don't know. The top I mean, three. I could go well, not one, I'm a singer. Oh, I didn't know that. So, uh, yeah, I've had the the blessing to be able to perform all over the country, all over the world, um, before I was in the cigar industry, and now I just kind of sing karaoke, and um, I still I still perform in New York City. I've got a, a date at Carnegie Hall coming up later this year, um, but not I don't perform as much because I'm always on the road selling cigars. So, uh, one is I'm a singer. <laughs> Uh, two, I'm an avid, I'm an avid golfer, though a very bad one. Oh. Um, I really enjoy, I really enjoy playing golf. Um, and three, let's see, I'm a pilot. You're a pilot? Yeah. Now, when you I'm say pilot, pilot, are you like a small aircraft pilot or like you can fly? A pilot is a pilot, brother. A pilot is a pilot. That's true. No, I, I mean, I'm not, I guess that's true. I'm not flying your 747s. I, I don't have that rating. <laughs> but yeah, small aircraft, small, small. And I'm not like Christian Arroyo. Christian, you know, he flies. He flies everywhere. Someday I want to fly with him. Uh, but uh, yeah, mostly small aircraft, Cessna, Pipers, 
like small aircraft. Oh, that's really cool. Um, it's those no, are all cool no, things. No, sorry, I was just gonna say my my sister's boyfriend's a pilot, so I, I've had conversations with him about it. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I have no interest. No interest in flying jetliners commercially. Like that's not that's not the life for me. I, I'm passionate about tobacco. Uh, I love seeing the world from the air and uh, you know flying over cool things, but I have no interest in making a living doing it. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Well, that's really cool though. I uh, so I wanted to ask you what what kind of music do you do you sing and perform? Uh, I do a lot of a lot of classical, so like a lot of like operatic classical stuff um, really that's interesting. and then and then uh and i'm a tenor which smoking cigars is a tenor most tenors like that are singing professionally are are pretty diva like so they drink their green tea with honey and peppermint tea and all this stuff and they won't come anywhere near anything me i'm like before i sing i'm out there smoking my cigar and drinking my bourbon and saying let's go uh, <laughs> so, so i do a lot of um a lot of operatic uh, classical stuff. Um, I've performed with Andrea Bocelli multiple times in wow. New York and New Jersey. Um, and then I also do like old standards. Uh, so Sinatra style, uh, Rat Pack kind of deal, like jazzy. Yeah. Um, and then people people tell me I'm pretty damn good at classic rock too. But, uh, you know, that's that's the karaoke stuff. Classic rock. You know what would be really fun? We need to like get a big lounge, maybe next Great Smoke, something like that. We need a cigar industry karaoke night. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah, now, and, and hey, we need to host it. We could do that at PCA. We should do that at PCA. We should do that at PCA. I mean, everybody, everybody's there, so why not? I know. Why not? Just, just blame me. Blame me. I will. I'll blame you, <laughs> but you also got to host it, too, because, I mean, you are the... In, some people don't like doing it, but I once heard this fun, um, I guess, event that they that someone did out there. But it was called Kamikaze Karaoke. So they pull people's numbers, and there's numbers under the chairs. You have to sing if your number's uh, picked. Now that would be, that would be pretty. No, I, I I can't imagine like getting Rocky up there to sing. You know, like Sweet Home Alabama or something like that. That would be pretty fun. I would be okay pretty with fun. that. As long as I got to choose what I got to sing, then I'd be That's like, fair. all right, you know what? If you're going to drag me up there, at least let me pick because I'll sing with the best. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That, that is, is fair. fair. That's fair. You know, that's yeah. fair. You, you don't want to do and You stick someone with some song that they would never sing. And it's just like, yeah, it'd be funny. But you know what? Like make it fun for that, everyone. That's at least the worst. if you're going to get laughed at, like, at least I've, have fun doing it. <laughs> I've been in karaoke bars before where people will, they'll hear me sing a couple of songs. Like, oh, can you sing this song? We it was it was at my wedding, or like I'm here with my wife. Can you sing this song? And then I, I'll look at it. And I'll be like, yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah. I just I don't want to screw it up. Like I like to stick to stuff I know, and I'm good at. So, absolutely. Uh, you, you can't can't sell yourself short when you perform. Um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was really interesting. No, that was cool. You uh, you I never would have guessed about the pilot or the singing. I uh, I don't know why. I just I never would have guessed that. Um, before we wrap up the show, because we are getting towards the end of the show, any anything else you want to you want to say or, or plug on the show before we wrap up? Uh, sure. Got got some cool events coming up. Um, anybody who follows me on Instagram knows that 
that uh, I am a road warrior, so you never know when I'm going to show up in your town or in your lounge. So uh, be on the lookout for on my Instagram. Uh, follow the Placencia Instagram and Facebook pages as well, and you'll see what events we have coming up. But a really cool one is coming up on uh, March the 19th. It's called the Big Smoking Tent in beautiful Easton, Ohio, just outside of Columbus. Um, and then March 31st, we're going to be at... Uh, yeah, March thirty, March thirty first, we will be at um, Cigar Sessions in beautiful Delaware. Uh, my my schedule is packed up. Follow, you can you can follow me on Instagram, follow Placencia on Instagram if you want to know where we're going to be at. At every single Placencia event, you do get access to our exclusive event only cigars. So definitely check that out um, when you are out there. Other than that, just it's been a pleasure, guys, being on here. Um, I, I love doing stuff like this and, and helping preach the word of Placencia. A lot of people, um, they, they smoke the cigars, they know they know the brand, uh, but they don't always necessarily see the passion behind it. So I'm glad Nestor was able to join us for a bit and uh, exude some of that passion. I can only, I'm passionate about the Placencia family and passionate about the Placencia line of cigars and our tobacco, uh, but... I can only show you like one tenth of the percent of passion that Nestor has because he truly lives and breathes it every day in the farms and, and the factories. And uh, I'm glad I'm glad your listeners and viewers got a chance to to see that today. So thanks for having us on. It's been great. Absolutely. You know, thank you for joining us. Thank you to Nestor for joining us. Um, it was always it's always a pleasure to have you guys on the show. We're excited to, to finally do a um a Placencia episode. Uh, it's one we've been looking forward to. Uh, Nicole, anything else we need to plug before we end the show? Yeah, I mean, we have a full um, month of guests. So next week we have Glenn Case from Kristoff on. Um, on St. Patrick's Day, we have Henderson Ventura mm-hmm. um, for Ad, uh, from Adventura Cigars. Um, we have Tony Bellotto, as we talked about earlier, on the 24th. And then on the 31st, we have Hector Alfonso from Espinosa as well. And yeah. on top of that... On Monday the 28th, we are launching our Cigar Family Charitable Foundation raffle. So that this is our second annual one. We already have a ton of amazing prizes, including Fuente, J.C. Newman. Um, Tatuaje. Tatuaje, Room 101. McAuliffe. United. I'm United. trying to think. We have some um, other prizes thrown in there. So Cigar Coop is making a prize. We're making a prize. We have um, Smoking Cat Cigar Accessories. Yep. It's amazing. Last year we had over 50 winners. Um, raffle tickets are going to be five bucks each, um, similar to how they were last year. But the site will go live on the 28th, and we're going to be doing a live to showcase all of the prizes. Absolutely. So it's fun, and all that money will go um, to the Scar Family Charitable Foundation, benefiting the children in the Dominican Republic. So, boom, it'll be fun. Absolutely. Great charity. Great charity. Yeah. Yeah, we're very, very proud of that work, and we're really excited to launch it again. But, guys, that is going to do it for us tonight at the Smoking Tobacco Show. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and we'll see you next week. Take care. Bye, everyone.